UGC. Outdated or essential? Cut through the noise and reveal the truth with our free ebook created in collaboration with VideoWise. Learn proven strategies to encourage customer reviews, leverage email marketing for sales, and boost conversion rate by 9.2%. Download the ebook for free at flowing.com/ugc. Welcome to Email Einstein, a podcast by Floium. It's time to start honoring your inner marketing Einstein. Tune in for the data-driven tips that'll make you a marketing genius. Here, you'll find email marketing formulas and tips straight from the brilliant mad scientists at Floium. It's time for your emails to start earning more money. It's time to unleash your Einstein. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Email Einstein by Floium. I'm your host, Vera Sadlek. I'm an email marketer at an agency called Floium. We are the fastest growing email marketing agency in the world, and we specialize in providing premium, full-service e-commerce email marketing experience to all of our clients. We deliver the right message to the right person at the right moment. That's what we are all uh, about here at Floium. And today I'm joined by a very special guest, fellow e-commerce nerd, I guess, if I can say so. Today, I'm joined by Nick Hein from Rebuy. Nick and his team are helping e-commerce teams to uncover missed revenue opportunities with Rebuy Engine. Say hi, Nick. Hi, Vera. Thanks so much. Yeah, uh, I, I got to say, I love the, the right email at the right time to the right customer. It's it's one of my favorite sayings in e-commerce. Um, as oh, yeah. a fellow as a fellow email e-commerce nerd, I think it's super important. So I'm stoked to be here, stoked to talk a little bit about average order value and, and how we've been helping exactly what you said, rebuy customers uncover missed revenue opportunities. Yay, let's do this. But before we go to all of the serious and juicy questions, and by the way, to Today, you guys, we will be discussing the average order value, what it is, how to improve it, why is it important to measure it, all that like good stuff, you know. But before we go there, Nick, let's do a quick Blitz Q&A, you know, just like to, to, to get to know you better and uh, yeah, to, to learn a thing or two about you. Awesome. Let's do it. Cool. Let's do this. East Coast or West Coast? Uh, West Coast. I'm West Coast, born and raised, Cali boy at heart. So I'm always going to go for West Coast. Yay, West Coast team. Same here. Texting <laughs> or calling? Oh, you know, I think I've succumbed to the ways of the text um, for my personal, but for talking to customers and doing demos and things like that, like you can't beat the phone call. Um, you just get to talk, hear this person's voice, etc. So personally, texting, but everything else, I like actually hearing the voice on the other side. Cool. Shopify or WooCommerce? Oh, Shopify all day. Um, I have some horror stories about WooCommerce, but I won't go into that. We, we all Shop do. We all do. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Shopify has won my heart and I'm a big fan of everything that they're doing. Plus they are Canadian and I kind of have to like them, you know, because like they are Canadian. I'm in Canada. So it's like Team That's Canada. Fair. I've never met a Canadian I didn't like either. You guys are all the <laughs> nicest people. Aw, thank you for saying that. Okay. Instagram or TikTok? Instagram. I guess I'm showing my age, not being on the TikTok uh, side, on the TikTok side of things, but <laughs> I am addicted to Instagram. Unfortunately, I'm really trying to kick the habit, but it's uh, one of my favorite social media apps. Same, same. Okay, cool. This one, I'm kind of curious to learn, uh, to know what's your answer. If you had a song that played like every time you entered the room, your like personal theme song, what would it be? 
Oh man. Okay. So I have a typical answer to this, but it's more for sports and I feel like it kind of makes me look a little bad, but I'm just going to say it. Um, so it's what a man by salt and Peppa. And it's usually because, <laughs> because of the sports thing it has nothing to do with like my normal thing. But like, I feel like when you're going out for sports, like you want that, like pumped up and like make you feel good before you go there. So that's what it would be, I guess. I like how you didn't even need to time to think about it. You know, you had the answer ready. <laughs> or almost like you prepared for this. I like I didn't send him the questions, guys, before like this Blitz Q&A before the podcast. Full disclosure. <laughs> it's all of like the dreaming as Nick as a, as a high school kid thinking he was going to make it to the MLB and never happened, though. No. Well, you are at Rebuy, so it's like kind of the same. No, not really. But I yeah. mean, it's <laughs> we're, it's we're the still... pro sports of the e-commerce world. Let's let's put it this way, yeah. Cool. Okay, Nick. Let's go to all of the um, to all of the serious questions, to all of the juicy stuff, right? Yeah. Let's start. Let's start from the basics. The average order value. I know many of you guys, most of you probably know what it is, but Nick, let's just like give a quick overview what it is and why the average order value is one of the most important metrics for an e-commerce retailer to track. Yeah, so average order value is a pretty simple calculation overall, right? It's the number of orders that you get and then the at the value of what those orders are. So if you get 100 orders in a month and that total is $1,000, I hope it's more than that, uh, you would just take that $1,000 divided by the 100 and that's going to be your AOV. And so there's a lot of things that influence average order value, but the reason why it's important is it really gives you a sense of the health of your business. Um, I know e-commerce merchants, all these these days have so many fees that stack up around order processing, around shipping, etc. And so that average order value isn't high enough. You can quickly find yourself in a hole and when you're building your e-commerce business. So it's really, really important to track. It's really, really important to understand. It also gives you a sense of who your customers are. Mm -hmm. um, if your average order value is higher, it means that you're targeting the right customer. The right folks are coming to your website. Whereas if you're just getting a bunch of customers who are looking for a discount and maybe just buying one time, you may be targeting the right one. So it gives you a lot of information about the health of your business, about what customers that you're targeting, and then also um, where you may be able to, to improve and find some more revenue opportunities as mm. well. That's cool. I never thought about the average order value as one of those like metrics to track to measure the healthiness of your business, but I like it. I like it. And um, when you typically type like this like dummy question, what are the typical ways to improve your average order value on, on the internet and stuff like that? Cross selling and upselling are the two of the most probably powerful and popular ways to generate that like additional revenue without all of the stress and expense of acquiring new customers, right? So so cross-selling and upselling. Tell us, first of all, what is the difference between the two and if they are different? Because I've noticed that sometimes people use them sort of like as a synonyms, like as a same word, but like, are they different? Yeah. So yeah, we come across this actually all the time. And I think Vera, just like you said, people use them interchangeably. But if you look down into what the purpose, purpose of them uh, is, it should be slightly different. So mm -hmm. when here at Rebuy, when we think of a cross sell, it's when someone is buying a product that is complementary or goes along with the product that they've already bought or that they've already added to their cart. And so it's really more of like exploring the rest of the product catalog. 
catalog. So you're adding on products to that current order where we think of an upsell as upgrading or improving mm. what that product is that that I person see. is buying. Yeah. So like we have we have a product in our stack that is actually an upsell specific pop up. And so like, let's say that you had a, a product that was often bundled together. If someone added product one and product two in that bundle, the person can maybe save 10 percent by bundling them together. We can actually have a pop up or, or some other way to associate that new product to the customer. And then basically when they select that upsell, right, because they're moving from mm-hmm. uh, maybe a $10 product to a $20 product or a $20 product to a $40 product. When you do that, we can actually switch those products out. So now the customer doesn't have to take the time to remove product A and, and add product B. They can just easily get into that upsell piece. So that's really how we define the differences. You can also think of an upsell as like an upgrade to a subscription, right? A lot of customers mm. might think of that as an upsell, because now instead of them buying that one-time product, now you're potentially getting this huge LTV for those month-over-month orders that you're expecting from the subscription. So that's kind of how we define it a little bit differently to just to make sure that they're different buckets. Right. So basically, if I'm like purchasing a pair of like $100 shoes and you guys offer me the hat that goes well with the shoes, it would be the cross sell, right? But if you say like, hey, like subscribe to receive shoes every month or if you say, I mean, no one <laughs> no one needs shoes every month. So that's a bad I think you have a shoe addiction if you're subscribing yeah, to yeah, shoes you, at that you point. Have, <laughs> you have a problem, mate. So like you need you need like a different website. But yeah, I mean, if you were say, saying like, okay, $100 shoes are good, but this like 150 bucks shoes, they would be so much better for your like running or something. So the, it would be the upsell. That's interesting. That's interesting because yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people, just like you said, they do like interchange those like two, two words. But if you think about it, they are kind of serving the similar purpose, but they are completely different. Yeah, there's awesome. a really good example on our website, actually, with Roma Designer Jewelry. So they have like a very clear use case for this upsell. They sell these really nice chains and, and just jewelry in general, but they have one where it's like basically a gold or a silver chain. And if you actually bundle them together, you get a, a little bit of savings as a customer if you rather than if you were to buy them separately. Mm. And so what they do is when someone adds the gold chain to the cart, they actually say, hey, customer, like you can save 10% if you add this bundle all together. So you're getting a higher value product and switching that out of the cart. And with just that alone, they were able to generate about a 21% improvement in, That's in AOV. Insane. That's insane. And um, since we started talking about all of this, like different places where you can offer the upsells and cross sells, what are they? Well, you kind of briefly covered the check out but i know that some brands are offering like on the product page like detail page and the shopping cart post purchase let's let's discuss those different like places yeah so the the cool thing about rebuy and customers who use rebuy is that every single step of the journey on the website there's opportunity for upsell and cross sell it's really about how you want to package them and how you want to merchandise them so one of the number one spots that we always recommend is always the pdp Mm -hmm. the pdp is where someone's exploring your website trying to understand what they're doing like if this is the right product for them and then once they kind of identify that for themselves this is an opportunity to like if you're in the fashion industry complete the look right Mm -hmm. and so we've seen it 
over and over again and, and Amazon, they'll say, hey, here's product A. It goes really well with products B, yep. C, and D. Do you want to just add these to your cart? If you can make that easy and seamless for the customer, that's an easy way to cross sell everything and improve that average order value. And then you can repackage these, right? So for cosmetics, we talk about complete the, uh, instead of complete the look, we talk about complete the routine, right? Mm. What's your skincare routine going to be? How do these go well together? And the thing that is even better here is like, if you can use data from your customers to say, hey, product A and B, like maybe the this moisturizer and this night serum always get bought in the same basket together. If you can use that data and surface that, that just 10x is the ability for your customer to put them together. So that's a really good way and powerful piece to do on mm -hmm. the PDP. The second place that we see is like the most underutilized is actually within the cart. So many people either are using a cart page or using a flyout, but then there's this all this blank space on the flyout that is just missed opportunity because mm -hmm. you know what's in the cart, right? Again, you've they, they have a super high purchase intent for oh, product yeah. A. That product's in the cart. You should be cross-selling and upselling the things that go really well together right there and make it easy so they don't have to do that whole navigation to, hey, click on the PDP, explore, add to cart. If you can make that available to add to cart right there in the cart, that just makes it so much easier for your customer. So we have something called the the uh, four click challenge. And we say like, how many clicks does it take your customer <laughs> to actually add multiple products to the cart? And if it's more than four clicks, you probably could benefit from doing some things a little bit differently and optimizing either that PDP or that cart. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I also saw on your website, there's this thing called what, what's the name of it like an intelligent pop-up flyout or something like that maybe yeah we call it our smart cart smart card um, and so what makes it yeah. smart <laughs> So what makes it smart is the ability, to, like I said, is to, to put those recommendations that are AI powered mm -hmm. in there. Yeah, to personalize. And I think, as you know, in the email business, personalization is the name of the game. Oh, yeah. Now, if you can make that recommendation relevant and make sure that the person feels prioritized, like you have a much better experience. So even in our smart cart, you can actually define if this person is a VIP, potentially show them a discounted item because you already know that you've gotten a great LTV for them. And like that one extra purchase just extends that LTV. It makes them feel good too, right? It mm -hmm. makes them feel like they're part of the club, part of the team. So that's really cool. The other thing that I like a lot in our smart cart is we have this progress bar. So a lot of people, I think, miss out on this. They're offering free shipping on the banner saying if it's $25 or more, like you get free shipping or maybe it's $100 or more. But if you're not telling your customer how how far away they are from that free shipping, you're missing out on this mm. opportunity for them to add more products. And so we have this progress bar that allows you to do that. And then the really smart customers, what they do is they will look and say, how far away are you from that $100 oh, wow. threshold? And so then they'll surface products that are like just about that dollar value. So it's much more easy for them to just add that product and get to that higher AOV that they're learning from. And so the last piece that I love is the the merchants who are doing this is, is really cool is they kind of try to migrate their AOV higher and higher month after month. So if they saw that the progress bar, they set it at $50 and they were getting you know 80%, 60% of their orders at that $50 mark, they may move that shipping threshold to 75 mm. and see if they can push it up even further. And so it allows you to start A-B testing this as well. So it's it's a pretty fun product in, in terms of improving the AOV and getting a little bit of FOMO from your customers yeah, as well. 
for sure. Yeah, I, I really like that um, that you s- sort of showing showing them how far they are from the free from the free shipping, and you're like recommending the products like on the same sort of page, so they like don't have to go back to the website to add them to their cart, so they can like add it directly from the checkout page or like how does it work yeah exactly so there's there's a few different places so there's the smart cart Mm -hmm. and in that actually it's a fly out cart in the recommendation section they can just add it right there in the cart they don't need to click anywhere on the pdp anywhere else and then there's actually two more steps in the purchase funnel that we can actually do recommendations and cross sells and upsells so if you're on shopify plus the checkout So once you're starting to put in your credit card information, your shipping address, this is what I call the like grocery store checkout lane, right? Like you're Mm -hmm. in the grocery store, you get to the checkout, you see all the candy bars, the magazines. This is where I always recommend customers that they put their high margin items, Mm -hmm. something that might be low cost, but makes you a lot of profit right off the bat. And then it makes it easy for a customer to just say, yeah, you know what? I do want that like Twix bar or that Snickers bar or whatever their guilty pleasure is at that point. It makes it so that you can improve that A. AOV just like right before they're about to click purchase. And then the last step in there is there's this ability to do what we call a, a one-click post-purchase upsell. Oh, that's so a powerful it one. allows you, yeah. yeah, it's super powerful because it allows you to add something to the customer's order all within the same order. So it doesn't affect your, you know, your shipping team Mm -hmm. or your fulfillment center. It all still gets packaged in one order, but allows you to get this one last, hey, don't forget this. Or if you are able to offer discounts, we think that's the most powerful. Like, hey, thanks for your first order. Like, because this is your first order, we're going to give you 10% off on product X, right? Or if this is a VIP, hey, you're on order number six. Like, thank you so much for being a loyal customer. Like, you, like, we're going to give you 60, 70% off, like a really banner discount on a product that maybe either high inventory that you're trying to get rid of or high margin. So that way you can really inform your strategy that way. So that's essentially how we uh, think about the, I will call it the revenue flow Mm. from cart to checkout to post-purchase. The post-purchase one was the most surprising to me because when I was thinking about like doing the upsell, cross-sell in the post-purchase part of their journey, I would always think about all of the pain points associated with like post-purchase offers, right? The customer would have to go back to their to their card. They would have to probably like re-enter their address, maybe their credit card info. And then on top of that, like two different orders would be created, right? So that's how I was thinking about the post-purchase upsells, cross-sells. But what you guys are doing, you're pretty much like eliminating all of this like pain points, right? Completely, which allows you to to do this pretty much. It's like almost like a one click, one click upsell click um, or cross sell, right? Yeah, you're exactly right, Vera. Those, I mean, those are all the pain points that we see merchants running into. And like one of the big reasons people come to rebuy is because they want that feature and they want to get rid of all those problems that they've had. And then once they see that, feature and then they see everything else rebuy can do mm-hmm. like consistently we're probably replacing three or four different apps on a customer's uh, shopify store yeah. and consolidating it all into one and that means what does that mean 
better sight speed for you. It means that there's like a consistent look and feel across your entire website, which is super important to brands these days. And then it also makes sure that you're giving a clean handoff for the customer, right? And like we go back to our VIPs and treating them differently and making sure that they feel like recognized for being a great customer. Mm -hmm. This is where Rebuy makes that a seamless experience. And we can even take this into email um, and reorder landing pages and make it easy for someone to like repurchase the product that they've already loved with like our integration with Klaviyo as well. Mm. Yeah. And since we started talking about the integration, um, you just mentioned before before the call that you guys have launched the integration with Klaviyo not so while ago, which makes me very excited personally, because I'm the biggest uh, <laughs> Klaviyo nerd. So t tell us tell us a bit more about um, the Klaviyo integration. What will you be able to do like inside, inside of emails with Rebuy? Yeah, so the Klaviyo integration is, is super awesome for us, and you know they're they're a great partner. But what we've tried to figure out is how can we make these repurchase flows that a lot of customers set up a little bit more personalized. So what happens on our side is basically the the customer, the merchant, is actually able to control the rules, and I think that's. Another thing that sets Rebuy apart is we do have the AI technology to just kind of let the machine learning do its thing. But the customer, the merchant can actually define what rules are in place as well for the recommendations. So they can pick and choose as they see fit. And then with Klaviyo, what they can do is if something is typically reordered, mm -hmm. so like if it's a, a food item or cosmetics or something that's replenishable, they can actually set a rebuy event that gets sent to Klaviyo. And then basically once that Klaviyo event happens, they can send out a, hey, you know, you may be running out of X, Y, or Z product. And what rebuy does is it populates not only product recommendations that go along with that product that they've purchased, but also an easy way for them to reorder. So instead of sending someone back to the PDP, which is mm -hmm. traditional. Right, You go back to the PDP, you have to add it to the cart, you have to go through the checkout flow again. We actually send them to a customized, personalized reorder landing Ooh. page for the customer. And so they get on this page, the item that they've bought is already in the cart, and there's product recommendations below that to try to add on to that average order value that we know is so important. And then basically from there, they can just one click directly into the checkout. So it doesn't distract the customer from the operation that you really want them to take. You want them to rebuy that right now, or potentially if you're on um, a subscription provider to upgrade that to subscription. So for like customers who are on recharge, it's really easy to just one click that into a subscription order as well. So what we've seen is a couple of our customers have actually A-B tested this in their email and they've sent half their people to the PDP as traditionally they would. And they've sent half their people to the reorder landing page. And they saw about a 90% improvement in conversion rate by sending them to the rebuy order landing page. So it's it's just a, been a really great success. And we're excited to, to continue building that integration out um, with more features down yeah, the line. I, I can see how, how that landing page can, can bring you 90% more conversions. Because yeah, just like you said, you don't want the customer to get like distracted, right? You want it to make almost like a seamless one-click one click process the less clicks the better wow i i honestly i didn't know about this um uh, about this function that you guys have launched recently that's that's amazing that's amazing yeah we're pretty excited <laughs> I mean, about it we are too now <laughs> That's that's powerful. <laughs> and um, yeah, you've briefly talked about like different promotions that you can do, I guess, on the different stages of 
this uh, of this process. So tell us more about them. How to increase the average order value with promotions and how you guys use them with rebuy? Yeah, so promotions are always a, a tricky thing just because some brands are, are not into the promotion thing. But if you can and you're able to leverage them, what we find is that one, A-B testing your promotions based on where the traffic is coming from. So one of the most powerful features in rebuy actually is able to define a promotion or define a discount based on where that uh, traffic is mm -hmm. coming from. So you can actually have the, the UTM tag from like ad A or from an influencer and actually have that personalization on site show that you know that it's coming from that ad or that person. So we have a lot of customers who will do an influencer campaign. And when the person reaches the site, it's like, hey, here's, you know, influencer A's like top products. And then mm -hmm. because they're coming from that campaign, they'll be able to get a 10% off discount. Even seen people do this with email. So one of my favorite things that I've seen our customers do is Laura Geller Beauty actually A-B tested their email campaigns and promotions. So if you, they basically split it into three camps, uh, group A, group B, and mm -hmm. group C. Group A got a standard gift with purchase. So if you spent, you know, their standard threshold, I think it was $75 at the time, you got a specific gift with purchase and it was mm -hmm. gift A. And then if you group B, what they did is they actually levered up that AOV and that threshold and said $150. But you got two gift with purchases at that point. And then the group C, they even made it higher and they said $200 uh, value to get to three mm. gift with purchases. Um, and Rebuy made it really easy to, to compose all of these structures together to improve that average order value. So someone landed on the page, we got the UTM tag that said they were group A. We actually were able to shift based the smart meter mm -hmm. that basically told you how far away you were from gift A. And then because we knew they were in group A, we would identify that, hey, they've made it to this threshold and we'd add in the gift with purchase item automatically um, that the team set up. And we did this for each group and it was dynamic. It was easy for the merchant to set up on their own and it was a really good, successful task. So it's those are the types of promotions that you can do here. But I think the other one that is commonly, commonly used besides the mm -hmm. gift with purchase is like bundle oh, yeah. and save. And so this one's super important because it allows one, a customer to see multiple products, possibly from multiple mm -hmm. collections. And the more your customers get to know you and see your product, the more likely they are to come back for that second, third, fourth, fifth purchase. And so if you can create these dynamic bundles, which you can do out of one of our rebuy widgets, you can actually get someone to, you know, maybe save 10%, but bundling up multiple products. And so it gives some value back to the customer. It gets them excited about upgrading to that bundle and then allows you as a as a merchant to sell more in that one transaction. And we know how important, like especially if you're coming from an ad with ad prices going up these days, how important it is to capture that LTV as soon as possible. And so if you can use that to differentiate like a standard customer to a high AOV or a high LTV customer, now you know that you have a, a really good customer for life. So those are the typical things that we see. So Gift with purchase, really, really strong. Difficult to do in Shopify mm -hmm. right now. And that's why a lot of customers come to rebuy. Oh, yeah. It makes it really easy to do gift with purchase. The second is just looking at that dynamic bundling and the discount off by actually bundling. And there's a number of other things that we can do in terms of as long as you have the product set up, like 
skipping the line and making sure that your order is going to get processed quickly. As long as the yeah, brand... Tell me, tell me more about this skip the line. I found it on your website and I was like so curious. I've never seen it before. It's like, is that something that you guys exclusively do at Rebuy or you've seen like other brands or like other softwares doing that as well? Yeah, so there's... The, we can definitely do it here at Rebuy. Um, it requires the, the merchant to be able to successfully implement on their side in terms of the shipping, yeah. right? So essentially, mm-hmm. the, the way that this is set up on the Shopify side is the merchant sets up a skip the line, basically product. And so what will happen mm-hmm. is if you set a threshold or if you decide that you just want that as a recommended product in the rebuy smart cart, if someone selects that product, we can upsell that to them. They pay a nominal fee. And basically, once the order processes, the merchant just has to be able to, to commit and see that product order and, and ship it out in a timely manner. So as long as the merchant can do that, this is something that's easily set up in rebuy. It's easily set up in Shopify. And then the two just kind of marry together to create this seamless experience for the customer. So that's like an Amazon Prime for Shopify <laughs> users, kinda, kinda. Yeah. You're like paying to 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 get it delivered faster. Yes, exactly, exactly. I would say it's like kind of Amazon Prime, kinda, like, but not really. Yeah, because you're not getting the membership, you're not getting the month over month revenue yeah. from them, but you are showing you are are getting a sense from your customer also that that's important to them, right? And if that free shipping mm. or that shipping timeline is really important to that person, that can actually help you in your email marketing messaging and, and everywhere else. So it's a good way to also figure out how to segment your customers a little bit better. Oh my goodness. All of the personalization that you guys offer, it's like so impressive. And in email marketing, it all comes down just like we started this podcast to like delivering the right message to the right person at the right moment. In your case, it's like delivering the right product to the right person because it all comes down to personalization. It's powerful. Exactly right, Vera. Like uh, I think at the end of the day, like one of my favorite ways to think about personalization is it's not just about getting the cross sell or getting the upsell. It's actually about Mm -hmm. making it easy for your customers to find out what else you sell. So I think about this a lot. Every time I get on someone's site is like, how easy is for me to know that you have four other collections, five other collections? How easy is Mm -hmm. for me to know that those products go really well together. And most of the times on the layouts of uh, the Shopify stores, it's kind of hard to decide, okay, this goes together because they don't really put them together in like a package for you. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's the other thing that personalization does that a lot of merchants aren't thinking about is how to explore the rest of the catalog that your customer may just wash over because they came here for this product and the PDP only has that product. So they're going to add it to the cart and just go through checkout. And without those product recommendations and those cross-sell opportunities, you may be missing out on a customer who could be buying from multiple collections. And it's literally just because they didn't know that these products went together. So like making that merchandising really easy. Like we almost think of it as like a personal shopper. So like, right. You go to Nordstrom, you go to Bloomingdale's, et cetera, right? They have those salespeople on the floor for a reason because they know how things go well together. This is kind of like, Rebuy is kind of like that person. It finds <laughs> the right products together and puts them in front of the customer so they can make the decision if this is the best purchase for them. Right. So it's not just like bo- about boosting the average order value, but also about like educating your customers on like what else is available to them, what else they can benefit from. And at the end of the day, delivering the value and making the sale because let's be honest like business is about making the sale but also about delivering the value to your customers so that's 
I think you guys are doing an amazing job with awesome, all the thank personalization you. and everything. Well, thank you so much, Nick. We'll, I personally learned a lot from you today. And uh, thank you so much for joining us today on this podcast. It was super, super exciting to, to, to have you on Bye-bye. our show today. Yeah, Vera, Aww. thank you so much. Yeah, sorry, my son just uh, like we, jumped into the door. By a little one. <laughs> yeah, he just, <laughs> totally. he just like cruises into the office in the middle of the day sometimes. So, but <laughs> thank you, Vera. This, <laughs> this was really fun. I really appreciate chatting with you and like all things e-commerce. I love talking about it. So yeah. if you guys uh, are interested, check us out, rebuyengine.com. Uh, we have a LinkedIn as well. And then I'm on LinkedIn all the time, uh, Nick Hine. Yeah, guys, all of the links that Nick just mentioned in this episode, we will link them in the description box down below. So just like scroll down and you'll find all of the links, everything that Nick and I uh, discussed today. And as always, don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. If you guys have any questions at all or, or you'd like us to feature you or someone you know on our podcast episode, send them our way. Uh, we'd be happy to talk to you. And also one more exciting resource that we want to share this week with you is that our very own guide, the Flowium guide on 12 different strategies to increase the average order value. So if you want to get that, go to flowium.com slash AOV and you will be able to learn more about everything that we've discussed today with Nick, more about different strategies that we internally here at Flowium use a lot for our clients. Really good, really good uh, resource. Um, go ahead and download it. And as always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We hope to have you guys back here here next Tuesday. As always, thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Email Einstein. Can you feel that? Your marketing brain just got a little bit bigger. We ask that you please use it wisely. You've got all the theory you need to get out there and start boosting your sales because great emails equals revenue squared. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to claim your free ebook and learn how to drive conversions with UGC in 2024. From fresh ways to use UGC on your website to revenue pooling email strategy. Discover actionable insights to master your UGC game in 2024. Stop missing out. Go to flowroom.com slash UGC and download this ebook for free.